Hello there, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. As I was like saying, I'm so glad to be here again after my break, summer break. And the topic I'm going to be talking about today is wonderful. And it's, you know, the feeling we have when we feel very overwhelmed or, or struck by life and we want to give up. So I want to tell you that before you give up, please hold on and hang on there and wait because I want to tell you what I'm working uh, on with three clients who due to very different reasons and contexts feel the need to give up on their dreams. One of them knows very clearly what makes her vibrate high but she's so afraid of failing and she finds it difficult to believe in herself. And my other client does things with passion, but he's a teeny bit complacent. He says yes to all requests. But even if he contorts in a thousand ways, he doesn't feel cared for at work. The third client is very different. He asked me for help because he likes so many things. He's so multi-passionate that he doesn't know what to invest in. So much so that he's losing motivation to undertake anything at all. And when I write in the title of this podcast, Before Giving Up, hold on, I'm not only referring to your work, but also to other paths that you might have undertaken. But given some bumps on the road, you feel like throwing in the towel. This is, of course, as I always say, a multi-layered subject, like everything in life, really. And it requires a great deal of self-compassion. So let's dig into the topic. The first thing I feel when I listen to my clients, to be honest, and you might be experiencing the same, is how much pressure they have put on themselves or on their shoulders. On the one hand, there's lack of self-confidence, the need to be flawless and to have everything under a strict control. These parameters aren't real, but while you are wearing a veil, the feeling of not being worth enough will arise because it is impossible to meet those standards. On the other hand, there is the need to give it all to be loved and recognized. But let me ask you a question. Is it necessary to kill oneself working so that others value us? There will come a point when we'll start to run on empty, exhausted from so much effort. And finally, there's the desperation of wanting to do something but not being able to discern what. There's fear of making a mistake when choosing. What happens as a result? One ends up trapped in a loop of inaction. Perfectionism, control, fear of being rejected, fear of failing, inability to set boundaries are all part of a more emotional than rational conversation. We are going to try to rationalize a little bit here, but the work is deep and it is necessary. What happens is very often our view on life becomes so rigid and we think in binary terms of worth or ineptitude, success or failure, certainty or insecurity, and even life purpose or lost in life. 
And those opposites are supposed to guarantee happiness or not. Our internal dialogue sounds something like this. If I choose well and I do it wonderfully and people see me, I'll be fulfilled. The most logical conclusion then is that when things don't turn out to be as I thought, or when I don't feel as I had expected, or when I don't get the external praise I longed for, I end up assuming that I'm broken, that I am making mistakes and eventually failing. And as I always say on this podcast, there is light at the end of the tunnel. You only need the guts to roll up your sleeves and get to work on yourself. And as a client told me, a client I've been working with for several months, this work takes a lifetime. And yes, a big yes to that. We are like small boats in a port. They might move away a little, but thanks to their anchors, they return to their places. We do the same with the work on ourselves. It isn't linear. One day we go several steps forward and another day we go one step backwards or one step to the side. Now think about this. Imagine you start the work on yourself. You have started to peel off layers and to look deep within yourself. Little by little, you discover mandates, perfectionist tendencies, and a long list of shoots and I have to or have to's that have nothing to do with what you really want. This disconnection from your inner self and truest desires might make you lose sight of what you really feel like doing or of what really makes your soul sing. And when you cannot see that clearly, you are more prone to want to give up. Only by seeing what you have to work on can you align mind and heart. And this is true for all of us. When we know where the wound is, we can heal it. Now let me ask you, and this is, these questions are very important, so please take your time to answer them. If you could do whatever you want, the sky's the limit, what would you choose? What nourishes you the most? Would you need to spoil yourself healthily? How would you like to live day after day? What makes you whistle quietly and peacefully as you walk? Yeah, when your soul feels at ease? And can you contribute to other people's well-being with what you do or what, with what you want to do? And please pay attention here because if what you want depends on other people or on external circumstances like the government or the economy or, you know, your Lord Mayor, you know, or your boss, you might need to rephrase your wishes because you can only impact what depends on you. And that is the work you need to start. If you like what you do, but you are devoting to it much more than necessary, or if you've started to resent others because you feel used, it may be time to learn to set healthy boundaries, for example. So as I said at the beginning, before giving up, hold on, look inside 
And if you can't do it alone, ask for help. Please do it. I always think that in the old days, tribes were great support groups from generation to generation. Today, we have to move to find those support nets. But they are available when we start seeking and when we've become clear about investing in ourselves. We must also be very compassionate with our inner experience from a place of presence that observes but doesn't judge. So you might find out and things just by watching and you might say, oh, I'm following what my parents uh, wanted me to do or I am behaving like the good girl I always was when I was a little girl. Those are mandates. Those are things you've inherited. But it doesn't mean you need to continue with that. The question is how you can develop that presence. You need to do it. And finally, learning attitude to live from the inside out and not the other way around. Because we so often live from the outside, you know, what the outside expects from us, and we expect our inner selves to be happy about that. But it's the other way around. First, we need to know ourselves. We need to know our truest self, our truest needs. And then we are going to shine in the outer world. May the knowledge of yourself strengthen your confidence and may that confidence help you understand which path you want to travel and how to do it on your own terms. And the ones who belong to my generation will remember Peter Gabriel's song, Don't Give Up, which I want to quote while I round off. So let me quote Mr. Peter Gabriel. Don't give up. Because you have friends. Don't give up. You are not beaten yet. Don't give up. I know you can make it good. Thank you for being there. If you know someone who might benefit from reading or listening to this post, invite them to subscribe. And in this way, we are creating bridges to get closer and help each other. We might not have the tribes that existed a long time ago, but we have to start helping one another. A big hug.